but here we go. It's not very loud, is it? That's better. Maybe quieter. I don't know. Do you think anybody notices? Do you think anybody, Joe Shags, anybody gets on with their uh, oscilloscope? Or, or, you know, the, the thing when people look at uh, sound and it goes, woo, it's got the wave. What's that called? A, a wave-a-scope? <laughs> I wonder, do you think anybody uses that and, like, listens to go, oh, okay, he's, the volume's going up, now it's going down. This fucker won't stay on one fucking volume. Like, shut yeah, up, dude. People, I've played... The we've, people on meth. Yeah. You're on meth. Guy who thinks that? Why? What? I would be surprised if the meth guy still has his osmilicope because he uh, sold it for more meth. It's like... Um... What was I going to say? Oh, yeah, we've played this song, what, 185 times now? If you need to use your stop milliscope to decide if I'm making it loud or not, then just go get a life. Come on. Jesus. <laughs> you know what I mean? Welcome to JBC. That's Just Be Crystal Meth Addicts. Just Be Crystalline. <laughs> We we will be we will be talking about meth. I just realized if we're going to talk about the '90s, there's lots of meth going on in the '90s. Is that when it was you. invented? Oops. I don't know. I'm not sure who invented meth or why or when. But uh, goddamn, what a mess! Do you think so? Like, okay, '80s is cocaine. It's a crystal mess. So we'll go '60s LSD, '70s marijuana, '80s cocaine, '90s meth. Right? I mean, I might. You feeling it me here? It seems to me that meth had a had a real bit like really reared its ugly head in the nineties. Yeah, am I right? And that, yeah, that's coming when, out party for sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. Oh, and by the way, I, I have to say this before I forget. Um, oh, welcome to the Just Because Cousins podcast. My name is Joe Neal. This is my brother from another mother, but the same grandmother, Jason Mark, and this is my sister from another Mister Fun Time Shags. That's short for Funeral Time Shags because she's an undertaker. Mm-hmm. That's right, and just be cousins is all that, and a bag of motherfucking chips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bag it is of motherfucking chips. Wouldn't you? Okay, seriously. Way, like, if, if you were in the grocery store. One more thing. Okay. Oh, I'm I'm sorry, Jason. Go ahead. I was gonna say, if you're in the grocery store and you saw a bag of <laughs> chips and it said motherfucking chips on it, you'd buy it, right? I would like, buy it. You wouldn't even. 100, 100. I don't know if I'd even eat it. I probably would, but I would just buy it, just like. And then if you put motherfucker on almost anything, I'll probably buy it until it becomes just everywhere. Then I'm like, I lost its panache. But by then, people won't be as offended by it. And then you can use motherfucker whenever you want to. You can be like at the dentist and they can say, okay, uh, what are you coming in here for today? And you're like, motherfucking cleaning. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys know how much I love cursing. And, and the word, and I say it's one word, motherfucker. What a great word. And... and and yes, anything, I can't wait for the day, and there will be the day when you walk in and things are titled that way. Yeah. Like, these th- motherfucking chips, potato yeah. chips. Motherfucking. And I'll be like, ah, ah and the, that novelty will be amazing for me, and I'll buy the chips whether I like them or not. Yeah. But then after about 10 years of that, you'll be like, oh, those motherfucking chips. Yeah. You don't even care yeah. anymore. Or, did you pick up the fucking salt? <laughs> what? This, and, is, yeah. this you, is the wrong <laughs> brand. I told you. Yeah. This is Morton salt. I'm literally talking about fucking salt. It's called fucking salt. Fucking salt. (laughs) Yeah, and and I remember when, you know, in college in the 90s, actually, um, I would make stupid ads, kind of like what me and Jason do now, uh, letting the cat out of the bag. But we made stupid ads, stupid, funny commercials, and there would be cursing all over it. And I remember back then saying, one day, commercials are really going to be like this and it's going to be great like i really did i looked forward to the day when yeah there would be real commercials just in europe not here right well i do sometimes i'm listening i listen to podcasts where they do live reads and and they they curse all the way through it and i'm like oh that's kind of close enough but well not quite close enough which is why what jason and i bring to the table is really satisfying to me because Did, there's just right. curse words all over all of our ads. Didn't Kmart do uh, ship my pants? Wasn't that their ad? You know, if you want to buy something from them, they'll send it to you. And this one guy saying, "I can ship my pants." Yep, you can ship yeah, your pants. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, uh, yeah there's some other thing where it's some packaging company or something where they're like, "Ship happens." Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. And I, I, feel, I feel sorry for them because when we're like going to, when I, I'm going to go to my fucking Kmart and then people like ship my pants. And I'm like, I don't see why you're saying that. And I go, cause it's funny. It's like, no, it's not because it's, it's, it's not ironic anymore. We're always shitting our shitting. We're shit. We shit shit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> your little joke there isn't funny anymore. And the guy who wrote that ad would be like, oh, I need to drink some more alcohol. I think it's a good sign that Shit's Creek like swept the Emmys. Or yeah, there you go. The yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Shit's Creek. That's just, and they they must have said that word a thousand times throughout the night, right there on sure. network television. For sure, they sure shit did. In sure fact, is. I think they I think there might have been a rule. I don't know if I if I read this or heard this somewhere today. Where like I think they had to keep putting the spelling of the of that on the screen because it's network television. Uh-huh. So every time they say shit's Creek, they had to clarify that it's, it's shit's Creek. Like, I think they spell it like a S C H I T T or something. Right. Shit's right. So they did that to kind of get around it. Cause it just sounds, just sounds like a, you know, filthy name. Anyway, well, we're so, getting closer to my ideal future where everybody just gets to curse all the time for no do reason. You, do you think nowadays, like they got away with making a shit's Creek and I think it was on cable. Right. But could, yeah. could I, could I say like, okay, uh, we're gonna make a we're gonna make a TV show about a magic tree. It's a yew tree, and you can only find it in a really f- weird part of Japan. It's the fuck you tree. It's f- it's a fuck you, you know, f u h k. It's the fuck you, <laughs> yeah, right. Fuck and like, you. oh look, there's there's the little fairies, and they're playing around the fuck you. And little fairies are all like, you know, hey, let's go get a thimble full of 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 uh, doughs teardrops or whatever fuck fairies do but the whole point is just so you can say fuck you all the time and the only reason you try to make it good is so that you can get on the emmys so that all night long everyone has to go fuck you and then you put up on the screen mm-hmm. That'd be good. <laughs> the winner yeah. is fuck you yeah fuck you oh you know what Are would you? be more t- tenable not a you tree because i try to figure out how to throw into you there just a you like a university like it's about people who go to to fuck you because that would be merchandising You'd make so much money because people would want to buy those sh- those shirts, those sweatshirts. The fuck you, right? You had to say fuck on, and then the big you, right? Where do you go to school? Fuck you. Yeah. Is, is there a Florida university? Just so, yeah. you know, are yeah. are there real jerseys somewhere that say F you on it? <laughs> Probably. <at least? laughs> I hope. In my heart of hearts, I do. Probably. Um, at least there were back in the nineties. Do you guys want to talk about? Like, did you say we were going to do something specifically with 90s stuff when you were texting me today, Joe? I I had the idea, Shags, I think two or three episodes ago, um, you you just kind of sprung this uh, fuck, mm-hmm. Mary kill on us. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was the last horror episode we did, which... I- I which was one, one of my it. favorite episodes. It was the, it was the Irish horror, because it was horror... I think it was Friday the Thirteenth and St. Patty's Day at the same time. So we did a <laughs> oh scary. We did a scary. You know what, listener? Those ads were go the back, best. Go back. Those and ads to that were the show. fucking best. Fucking proud to be a part of that number. That whole show was fun. Oh, now at the end, Shags just jumped in with a fuck Mary kill and like gave gave you one and gave me one. I do remember. And that. it was it was horror related. Right, Chags. I think it sure was. It sure was. There was Hannibal Lecter was in there, like, and it, it ended up really good. So the, your, I your thought, boyfriend hey. Dracula was in there. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, but I, I got know, another you, one. You make I got these another choice. one for you guys. I have another one for both of you if if you're prepared. That's, yeah, is it '90s are, related? Are and and I it's thought 90s maybe it was '90s. Sure yeah, is. 90s it was. sure is. Okay. I mean, shall we just should, jump into it's, that? It's, what do you and think? It's Mr. Jones and me. No, no, I was. Oh, not, really? No. Was that counting? Uh, no. That was but one I of those do, crows bands, right? Do you have a Mary Fuck Hill for both of you? So the, can I? The black can I start with crows. Jason? Yeah. Can I go, Can I do it? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Jason. Yeah. Are you ready? I am. So everyone, listener. Uh, Mary fuck kill. You have to pick someone to marry, fuck and kill. Very, very self-explanatory. But you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you don't know that. So I'm letting you know. Um, Jason. Yeah. Mary fuck kill. Yeah. Sean Connery. Yeah. Jody Foster. Sure. Nicholas Cage. Whoa. 90s icons. This wow. is hard. 
Yeah, it's, it's gonna very be hard. Really tough. Well, it's sort and of hard and sort of not like it. Just I just it it came to me instantly, but I have to rationalize. Oh, it, right? it did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, but rationalize it. Yeah. Give it a okay. Minute, so on it and let me know. Yeah. So and why? Well, here's the thing. So my dad hates Nicolas Cage <laughs> for all the right reasons. <laughs> just he just everything that you heard about Nicolas Cage being a weirdo or a bad actor. <laughs> Or makes bad choices or whatever. Those are the reasons my dad hates him, and he doesn't hate him ironically. Like, like let's watch Con Air and shit on it the entire time and enjoy ourselves. No, he's like, no, I'm just, I just hate Nicolas Cage. He also hates Meryl Streep, so he's kind of a complicated guy. Anyway, so I should kill <laughs> Nicolas Cage for my dad, right? Okay, but okay, but we're playing this game, okay. so no, I'm going to marry Nicolas Cage just to piss my dad off. Now I love my dad, and there's no reason for me to piss him off except that it's funnier that way right <laughs> yeah it's yeah. a funnier idea it is yeah it is now wait, I, so I, I need to make a comment about this because for some reason the idea of danger lee daniels just having a thought about nicholas cage <laughs> and then be, and then being angered by that thought because <laughs> he's such a like jovial funny guy and a positive guy really that the thought that <laughs> the thought of nicholas cage angering him deeply and not in a funny way <laughs> Because he's the type of guy that would use that as a bit, but but what you're saying is, Jason, this is not some bit. It's not like my stupid bit that I hate fucking Rod Stewart and I, he should be kicked out of my funeral. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> he really hates him. Yeah, he so like curls his lip. He like if you mention Nicholas Cage. So are you going to marry him or kill him? I'm going to marry him. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. You're marrying the fucker. Yeah, All yeah. Right. Just to piss well, my dad off. I'll show you, Daddy. Yeah, that's right. And so, of the two that are left, uh, fucking kill Sean fucking Connery kill. and fucking kill and, Sean Connery, uh, Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. One of the two of them has a vagina, uh, right? And the right. other and the other one um, was an immortal in a movie. So you would think that oh, kill the immortal because that's funny, ironic, and then fuck mm-hmm. the one with the vagina. But actually, I think I'm gonna do it the other way around because. Um, if I, uh, have sex with Sean Connery, you know, I could probably, you know, blackmail him or something, get some cash out of it. And then the thing is, is that (laughs) right before I killed Jodie Foster, I would tell her that it was between her and Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery. And just the look on her face of like, but but why did you? And then she, you know, boom, or, you know, stab or whatever. So just, I think that would be satisfying that she just, she wouldn't Uh be mad so much as confused, but like. I don't understand why you, why of all of them you wouldn't uh-huh, just uh-huh and I'm like hey you know what babe comedy what's up yeah <laughs> so Jody's dying oh yeah she's yeah. dead I just had the image of her on her knees in front of a ditch blindfolded and you've got a gun and you're like do you know why you're here she's like no oh my god what what the fuck is this what are you doing you're like listen it was fuck Mary kill <laughs> I had to make a choice yeah <laughs> and I chose I chose and you tell her the laugh. whole story. Yeah, yeah. Tell her the whole yeah. story. Go I ahead. had to marry I'm marrying Nicolas Cage to piss my father off because he hates Nicolas Cage. And to get, go through the whole thing and then she yeah. goes, "What?" And then you sh- before yeah. she ends the word "what," you shoot her in the back yeah. of the head and kick her into the Yeah, and then she goes in the ditch. Right. Okay, so that's me. Do you have, you have a different one for Joe then? So wait, so we're clarifying that you're fucking Sean Connery. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, mean, okay. I figure he's I don't, he's don't, old. Don't and... scroll over it. I just, By the I way, you like, you top or bottom? Well, you okay? Are you petty? Oh, that's that's on you, Joe. Well, I think that the. the... <laughs> I was gonna ask. About... I, hmm. <laughs> well, if you're the one doing the fucking, technically. Mm. Mm. Yeah, but Connery's girls can play this game, and and they can play it where their choices are all men. So I think that more. I'm going to go fuck with, yes, there will be uh, p- penis play on one part or the other, but it's also going to fuck him up somehow. I don't know if it's like going to hurt oh. him or confuse him or it's going to rob him of his money or it's going to insult his mom or whatever. But, but somehow, when I fuck like him, I'm going to fuck him. He's like 007. Like, he might double O fuck you up back. Exactly. I mean, exactly. It's dangerous. It's like this. Right? It's, it's, it's bottom. James <laughs> I'm not worried because if okay. anything goes goes weird, I just call up my husband wow. Nicholas Cage and he'll take care of me. Oh, oh, that's right, her yeah. his husband. You know what? Yeah. Or maybe Nicholas Cage could have a could go into one of like fly into a rage like he does on camera when he learns that you fucked Sean Connery and he's insanely jealous. 
Yeah. That's what will happen. That yeah. Meme, you know that meme where his hair is like blowing in the wind and it's like yeah. a mullet. I forget what movie it is. But. I think it'd be interesting because when we like John and Connie are, are done there and we're having my husband make us okay. breakfast and like it's awkward not just because of the infidelity but also because the mm. two of them were in a movie together and they're probably going to talk about it but they don't want to leave me out. You know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Wait, <laughs> I just have one last question for sure. you, Jason. What are you and Sean Connery drinking after you fucked? That's a great question. You know, I think that along the I'm fucking him thing, anything except scotch. Anything except scotch. Okay. Yeah. Like Kool-Aid. You know what I'm saying? Just like, ah. he's like, so, so now, what now? That was a terrible impression. So what now? And I said, uh, oh yeah, that's what's now. And then, <laughs> oh yeah. We have some great Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid, man. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> That's a fuck. Okay, okay, jo- Joe, are you, are you ready for you? <clears throat> yes, yes. Wait, wait. Hold on a second. Let's see here. I want to see if you guys can hear this. This hear is it. Nicolas Cage when he finds out what is it? What is it? that Jason has fucked. Perfection ever in my life. Oh, did you like that one? I hope Jason's okay. Jason, did you recover? Yeah, I was the bees. It was fine. You, if you, you like that one? You should look up Nicolas Cage reciting the alphabet because there's a movie where he does that. Have you seen that one? Oh, I think I've seen a clip. Okay, so um, so that's my. We got a Mary fuck, Mary fuck kill. Okay. Fuck Mary Kill. Fuck Mary Kill. Joe, Joe, here you go. Are you ready? Will you fuck Mary or kill Richard Gere, Whoopi Goldberg, or Bruce Willis? This is deep. This is deep. They're all deep. They're all so deep. Yeah. So once again, Richard Gere, Whoopi Goldberg, Bruce Willis, listener. This is deep. Who? Who? Uh, who I'm gonna, where, I'm gonna go, go deep. I'm gonna go deep. One time in Richard Gear. Okay. So does, what does that be, mean? I'm gonna be fucking. I'm gonna fuck him. Richard, you Richard Richard fucking the, yes. your gerbil asshole. <laughs> stuck in the booty hole, bung. Stung in the fucking <laughs> B butt plug in with the surgical removal, Richard. Okay, shags. I got I F. I put F. It's too late. You can't change your mind. No, no, no. I'm not changing my mind. I would just like to call attention to the fact that for the second time in my life, I have heard someone <laughs> use the word assholing in a sentence. Naturally. It just came out. You were just expressing yourself. You said assholing. I, I didn't you, even realize I said it. Both times I've I heard that God, word. I did not know I said that. <laughs> both times I've heard that word. It was you, and it was on the show, so yeah. we have it. it it's been well, recorded. Well, apparently, but. I say that. I don't know. I I didn't even hear myself say that. I just uh, just so well, you know. But so you're you you're fucking Richard. Yeah, a special I, I, kind I, of assholing, which is gerbil. Asshole, you're you're gerbiling. <laughs> well, I was going to say one of the nicknames for my penis was the gerbil. So it seems. Oh, it fitting. seems destiny. Yeah. 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 I'm glad I asked. Okay. <laughs> You know, little stout, hairy fella. <laughs> okay, but wait. Before we go on, I just have to ask. Do you guys believe the rumor? No. Now, for those of you who don't know, in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, there is a big rumor that, and specifically why I pinned this one on Joe, just to fuck with him. Uh, but apparently he fucked with me and chose Richard to fuck, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, there is a rumor that... Our dear Richard Gere from Pretty Woman and many, many other movies got a gerbil stuck up his ass because apparently if you stick a gerbil up your ass, it crawls right up into your asshole in the correct state and it tickles your G-spot just in the right way. And apparently it's magic. But should that gerbil get stuck, 
you will have to have it surgically removed. And thus, this is where the rumor started. Now, I cannot confirm or deny if this is true or false, but it was a huge, I mean, it was on magazines, you guys. He was, I think, what, with Cindy Crawford at the time, right? Something like that. He was with, yeah. like, the bomb-ass bitch. And I don't know what happened or what didn't happen, but... Well, some would say when you're Richard Gere and you get so much variety and your sex life is so goddamn spectacular that you have to just keep pushing the envelope and pretty soon you're shaving a gerbil and fucking asshole. Wait, what's the shaving part? Oh, I don't know. I just threw that in there. I that figured. Sounds, wow, that's like inside knowledge, dude. <laughs> sounds like you're teaching us something. Because <laughs> I've heard the Richard Gere thing for a lot for decades. I've never, never heard, heard the shave, shave thing. Yeah, for some reason I've always thought of it. Maybe that's just because how I that's how I would prefer it. <laughs> I don't know, Jason, but I'm like when we get off the phone, look, you need to yeah, send well check to Jeff's house. <laughs> it's a nasty rumor because, you know, it was inaccurate. You know, he he shaved the gerbil and the gerbil survived. I think he's Wait, gotten a bad I've rate. never heard about this shaving part. What? Are you serious? <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're gonna you're fuck yourself, oh, oh, okay. if you're gonna fuck yourself with a live gerbil, wouldn't Might you well shave it first? But no, why would you shave it? Because then the like, you know, it's like after shave, it's like a burn. You know, it goes up. It's got what goes up must come down, right? Yeah, so gerbil a good shave. Maybe you need to wax the gerbil. In fact, oh, okay. Well, I think that honestly, if you're you're sitting there or standing, I don't know. And you've got a razor in one hand and a gerbil in the other. The amount of time it takes to shave the gerbil should be the amount of time for you to go, wait, what? What What the? No. Like, I can see being drunk and like, oh, hey, let's take a gerbil up my ass. And you go get a gerbil and shove it up your ass. Okay. I can see somebody doing it spontaneously. You don't spontaneously right? shave a gerbil. You don't just like, hey, yeah. let's just shave it real quick. You know, that's a that's a like lengthy process. It's not so, like you're making soup, like Jesus. Yeah, like so. Maybe if you... that maybe that's where I got this idea is that the the conventional advice is look if you want to fuck a gerbil, shave it first because then that oh, gives you some time okay. to think about your decision. I gotta be honest. Second guess what you're about to do. To be this is honest, a public service announcement. Okay, okay. I did not believe the Richard Gear rumor at all until just now when you said shave the gerbil <laughs> because that's so ridiculous. It's like that's commitment. Like I'm talking mm -hmm. about here. So now I do believe it. I believe that he very gently and lovingly sort of like... Do you remember in um, uh, Secretary when... Uh, uh, what's his name? And he was like... Uh, the guy. The the actor. Jason Spade. James Spader? Spader James. James of the Spades. What's his name? James Spader. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. James Spader. James Spader. James of the Spades. You sounded like my dad trying to pronounce a celebrity's name. James of the Spades. <laughs> You know, James, good name for the episode. Yeah. James Spader was really mean to Maggie Gyllenhaal for most of the movie, but at the very end of the movie, he's got her laid out. She's like completely naked except for her merkin, and you know she was wearing a merkin. Man, come on! And he's just being really gentle and caressing her, and like you know, like it's it's obviously love, right? He he's been you know BDSming her. But he's also loves her, and that's that's beautiful and tender, and that's how I picture Richard Gere shaving the gerbil, just very tenderly, you know. And the gerbil's wearing a merkin. No, no, they make a merkin out of the gerbil gerbil hair. That's what they do. And um, yeah, we should have a mock funeral for that gerbil that went up his ass. Sure. If it died, to remind and me, was that that was part of the rumor that the gerbil died and it had to be extracted yeah it had yeah. to be extracted okay. and yeah it couldn't come out it couldn't it couldn't find its way back out the, yeah. the tube allegedly allegedly yeah. richard don't sue us okay we don't know i said allegedly don't okay so okay so you're <laughs> fucking richard got it yeah yeah but okay, now I'm, so I'm, what about whoopi and bruce well, okay now i'm gonna switch gears because i'm gonna i'm gonna pull my penis out of richard gear and put it in his brother tom <laughs> tom Tom Gear? Never heard of Thomas Gear? No, I just wanted to say switch gears. So. <laughs> I had to create Wow. I had to create Richard Gear's brother and then put my dick in him. The segue skills. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Okay then. Hmm, where should I go next? A uh, Whoopi Goldberg or who? Uh, Bruce Willis? Bruce yeah. Willis. Whoop, Whoopi and Bruce. Big 90s icons. 
I mean, I will, I will just, um, I will say two things. Hasta la vista, baby, is not one of them. Um, <laughs> You're thinking yippee ki yay. It's yeah, you know. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, what about what? Have you, did you guys ever see Wild Orchid or like fucking Wait, Wild Orchid? That's um. No, no, no. That's not Bruce Willis, is it? No, I'm sorry. That's I'm sorry. That's Mickey Rourke. My bad. Yeah, Mickey my Rourke. Bad. Back when he sorry, was the a... color of it's the color of night. Is that what it's called? The color. It's the color some kind of, of sex night. fucking it's, yeah, movie. It's like a. It's a it's soft like a, porn. It's soft porn. It yeah. is. Chick and is so hot is Wild hot. Orchid, by the way. So I'm is very Wild familiar Orchid. With both of these movies. And R.I.P. to Mickey Rourke's old face, by the way. Yeah. But like you know, there's there's things. And and I was also gonna say, and then I was gonna, I fucked it up. I fucked the whole thing up. Oh. But then I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I love him, I love him, I love him. And where he goes, I'll follow, I'll follow. Sister Act, I will Whoa, follow. There you him. go, nice. Him, Whoopee. You know? Yeah, yeah. So Thank you got. Whoopee. Yeah, I mean, you know, well, one of them killed Hans, and the other one saved freaking sister mary catherine so i don't know yeah. what are you gonna well, go and what? one of them literally in real life not in a movie not one of her characters she shit in her bed what woke up with poop in her bed not only that but she went on to the view and she told that story wait to everybody. hold on i the only poop in the bed story i've heard lately is elon musk what <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Anyone that is familiar with the show Why knows that. Why do I not know this? No, no, no. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I, I'm I'm getting somewhere with this because I am going to need to marry Whoopi Goldberg. Mm. Okay. Because then, mm. when you shit so the I've, bed, I've she'll take the Richard credit. Gear. Say again, Jason. So it was, I'll let you explain. Sorry. Go ahead. Look, it. I have told many a story here <laughs> about grown adults shitting themselves yeah mm -hmm. i've told stories about pants shittings floor shittings wall shittings yep. sh self shittings i've mm -hmm. told stories about wiping your butt with a, a soggy arby's bag after pooping oh, in your shoes that was a good one okay and <clears throat> what i'm saying is i loved the fact that on her show whoopi goldberg just told the story about her pooping her bed. Yeah. She said, I poop I pooped the bed. She said. I'll never forget how it sounded. And I was like, is this a joke? No, it was real. It was funny because it's always funny when girl I gotta watch this. Himself. To me, I just think you know that I'm just in love with the concept. So I would just mm -hmm. so I feel in love with the person who who was also willing to just tell that story about themselves. Mm. Okay. Oh, so you're simple. You're 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 twin flames. You have this like inner connection. We, oh, okay. we are. I okay. feel simpatico with her. Okay. Okay. We both on our respective shows told stories of ourselves shitting ourselves. Right. So. So you are one. This is so you marry her. Uh, so you're you're killing Bruce Willis, huh? Yes, not I'm easy to do. Bruce Willis. Not wow, easy what to a do. Hans you are! Wow, yeah. wow. Has Bruce and Willis died in any movie? Has he ever died in a movie? He, well, mm, let me think. Well, he was he, yes, six cents, nineties. He was okay. Hey, he named was it, nailed dead. it. Yeah, he barely even lived in that. He didn't even movie. live yeah. in that. He was fucking shit. dead the whole time. Motherfucker was dead. Can I tell you something real quick? Um, I typed into Google before you answered. I typed in has Bruce, and I was gonna do. Bruce Willis ever died in a movie. These are the things that came up for for auto complete. Has Bruce Arians won a Super Bowl? Has Bruce Willis won an Oscar? Has Bruce Lee ever lost a fight? Has Bruce Wayne ever killed? Has Bruce Lee ah. ever killed someone? Has Bruce Willis ever died in a movie? I mean, so well, it was. So it came up. So it did come up. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Okay, yeah. so he died in the sixth sense. I'm sorry. This is going to be a tangent, but I think it's going to be worth it. Um. Are, are there any other movies that you guys can think of where Bruce Willis died? Trying to think. Oh yeah, Armageddon. Armageddon. Yeah, good one. Any other ones? Did he uh, die in? He I didn't die in Pulp Fiction. I don't mean to know this. Much. I, I'm just. I just looked it up, so I'm not doing this from memory. But it says he died in Sin City. He, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah, totally. He uh, gnarly blew his head off. He He died in Death Becomes Her. Yes, he yeah. did. The most iconic of them all. He yeah, was hot in that fucking shit. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Um, 
Laura Pauline Christ is a big fan of that movie. I've seen oh. it several times just because she loves it so much. Let me there tell you. you it I... has Meryl Streep in it, though. Oh, so yeah. fucking Meryl... Ooh, oh fuck Lee off. Dana. We love yeah. Meryl. I just told. I just asked the kid, because I always make her watch like old 80s and 90s movies, and I was like, you know, scrolling around, and I was like, oh, I you need to watch this movie. She's like, um... I've already seen it. My grandma's made me watch that movie 15 times. Uh, and I was like, oh, thank God. Thank God. You know, you know, you know. And so the, you know what I said to her? And I don't know if you guys are going to get this. I hope the listener does. Simpadavina. Live forever. No? Yes. Yes, bitches. Yes. The movie. Now, that movie really holds up, too. It sure say. does. I think that was a 90s movie. It was. Boom. We're on it. Biggity bam. Right. Okay, so you're fucking Richard Gere. You're marrying Whoopi Goldberg. You are killing Bruce Willis. killing Bruce Willis, and I'm glad that you brought up The Sixth Sense because I have a particular scenario that I would like to kill in which I would like to kill Bruce Willis. You'd like like to kill Ghost Dick? I'm sorry. Do you remember how he died in The Sixth Sense? One of the new kids on the block. Had a it was a fucking mental breakdown. Oh One of the new God. kids on the block That's was standing right. naked, screaming like a fucking maniac That's in his right. bathroom, and then shot Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. He, mm. he was not hanging tough. He was <laughs> happy. It was rough. <laughs> and that's what I would like to do. What I'm saying is, I would like to be in a dirty pair of tidy whities screaming oh. and crying in Bruce Willis's <laughs> bathroom. Screaming to Bruce Willis that he lied to me, and then finally shoot him in the gut in front of his wife. Yeah. Oh my great. god! Hey, can we and do? Of course, wow. that's followed by Bruce Willis wandering around like a ghost, thinking he's still alive for a little while before he realizes that he's been dead for a long time. Yeah. You know what? Thank you guys for indulging me in this. Oh, game. Whoa, we're not done I, yet. I love this game. We're now we have to do one for Shags, right? You have oh, to do. do you have one? For sure. Me? Yeah. Yeah. Nineties people. Now I'm gonna go kind of off to. I'm gonna be a little bit of a of a, a gender role uh, stereotype typist. You gave us uh, two men, one woman. I'm gonna give you two women, one man. Just Perfect. you know, right? I, I'm sorry to you know reveal the structure here, but okay, here are your three. Are you ready? These are '90s people. I'm fucking ready. Okay, David Schwimmer. Oh my god. Courtney Love <laughs> and Feruza oh, Balk. Ooh. Do you know who uh, Feruza Balk uh, is? Feruza for, for, for Balk. I'm sorry, you roboted for me. Oh, sorry. Did you hear that, Skaggs? No, I, who, I don't know who that is. Feruza Who's Balk. that? Remind she me. She was in The Craft, and she was in American oh, History. Oh, Yeah, she's Firuza. in Waterboy. You mean, you mean, you mean Feruza? Yeah, I probably said Firuza. it wrong. Feruza, yeah. Yeah, uh, you're, yeah uh, you're, you're, it's okay. Okay. Hey, look, she was also Dorothy. <laughs> she was Dorothy yeah, sure in Return to Oz. And wasn't she in a movie no, with know. Adam Sandler? No, I'm sorry. Yeah, she was. Well, yeah. was she in Waterboy? I'm not. I yeah. think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she was, was in Waterboy. Oh, mm-hmm. when you said Waterboy, yeah. I thought you said Waterworld. I was like, did she, did she play one of the. No. Yeah, no but Waterboy, also yeah. a great 90s movie. Not fucking sorry, Kevin Costner. Anyway. <laughs> that was the most expensive movie ever made at the time, too. Yeah. What? Oh, Isn't man. That- Crazy, yeah, and then it was like useless. Poor Kevin. And I think I just read an article recently that said that that a lot of people advised him not to do that movie, but he didn't listen. But you know what? We'll always have Dancing with Wolves, right? Am I right? Yeah. The um, only every time okay, somebody so, mentions um, him, what's his name? Kevin? Somebody? I always forgot his yeah, name. Costner. My Costner. mom's idol. Whenever I think somebody mentions him, I remember him in Madonna's documentary. Remember, Madonna did that documentary about herself. Are you thinking about Warren Beatty? No, no, I'm thinking about Kevin Costner because at the end of oh, a concert, he came backstage to you know to say, "Hey, I enjoyed the show," and and what he said was it was neat. And then he left, and then Madonna and the rest of her you know crew are like, "Neat? Did he really say we were neat?" And that's what I think of when I think of Kevin Costner. So anyway, I'm all uh, fucked up because I thought that very. I have a memory of that scene, except it was Warren Beatty. Um, maybe I'm wrong. I, I'm pretty sure, but we can look it up. I I bet I'm the one going crazy here. But anyway, 
I know there is a Warren, Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty just enters my brain for no reason. She did in that documentary. She was singing. Other than Evita, I always forget about that movie too. Madonna was in fucking what fuck? It's escaping my mind. Evita. What's the name of the movie? Dick Tracy. Not Evita. No. Dick Dick Tracy Tracy with Warren Beatty. Dick fucking Tracy. Yeah. I was gonna say who framed Roger Rabbit? That was (laughs) it. Another fucking movie. So David well, Schwimmer. Well, we've gone on a huge tangent here, Shags. David okay, Schwimmer, Courtney Love, and Feruza Balk. So I have your I have your answer. So um okay. I am going to marry Feruza. Feruza. Right. Okay, because um I don't she's just she's a fucking crazy ass. Like, look at just fucking look at her eyes. Like, I'm sorry. Like I, what am I going to do? Like, if I don't marry her, I am so fucked in every realm, <laughs> earth, wind, fire, water, fucking everything that happened. Ha- yeah. And and by the way, I idolize her. I love her in the nineties. I wanted to be her and I still try and emulate her to this day and stare people down. Like I will burn their fucking house down when, <laughs> you know, I was mesmerized by her in the nineties. I I adore her and I die for her. So that bitch is wifed up, wifed up. I'd fuck okay. her too if I could. Okay, you can't so though. Because that yeah. being aside, but she's my wife, so I can't. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we no one fucks their wife anyway. That's right. Um. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck Courtney Cox. No, it's Courtney who, Love. Courtney Love. Sorry. Oh, you said Courtney. <gasps> you know what? He said David Schwimmer. And then he fucked you up by saying Courtney, which made me yeah. think Cox too. Oh yeah. my god! I didn't realize Think about Cox a lot. Pregnant. Okay, no, no, no. Oh god, damn it! I have to change my answers. <laughs> okay, that's fine. No, I won't. No, I won't. No, okay. I won't. Okay, no, I, I won't. Wait, I so, won't. So, are you gonna fuck Courtney Love? No, I'm gonna fuck Courtney Love because Hole is iconic. Um, yeah. Again, another. Um, I mean, I I was. I was like little Persian girl, like pretending that I really liked new kids on the block and backstreet boys and fucking assimilating when I really was secretly in in LA, our our radio, our like alternative radio station, the most popular one is K-Rock. And I was just fucking jamming out to Courtney Love and, you know, asking my parents to buy the posters for my wall. And they were like really confused because I had like, a closet hole fan. Yeah. And I have like Jonathan Taylor Thomas and then fucking Paula Abdul. And then here comes this like, and the stars are made of anything. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it, was, it was a weird time. It was, it was a weird time. But I just, I, I fucking... I loved her until I thought maybe she killed, maybe she, maybe she, maybe she's a murderer. I don't know, but I would like to think that she's not. Now the people in my household disagree with me and think she's a stone cold killer, but uh, that could be a story for another time. Yeah, that's I that I, documentary. I, yeah. I want to talk about that, but um, at another time. Uh, so you're going to have uh, sexual intercourse with Courtney Love? Okay, that just means Talking marrying. Char- I'm a big fan of whole. Oh, I like big holes and I cannot laugh. <laughs> uh, an- another nineties reference. Good good one. Um, um and we're David. gonna hip hop hooray ho kill David Schwimmer. Okay. Um why always annoys me. I never took him seriously until I saw him in the O.J. Simpson thing, uh, pretending to be Robert freaking Kardashian, which he did a good job in. Um, the whole only time I ever thought he had like a really, really funny scene in Friends, and I'm sorry, listener, like go ahead and at me, get mad. I mean, it was like the pivot scene, which I do sometimes reference, but I just, I would have never dated him. I would have never wanted to fuck him. And there's like, um, like celebrity tea in Hollywood where a lot of people have said he's kind of an odd bird to date. Okay. Um, he has some like strange Google it. Google it. He always seemed kind of like uh, the, the dorky guy. I thought he played the dorky guy well because maybe he was kind of a dorky guy. I don't know. Well, yeah, but I, yeah, he's, he's, he's murdered. Like, goodbye. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm okay with my lesbianic life. I will, I have my fucker. I have my marriage. I am, I'm very happy. <laughs> you with, make up the best words. 
marriage and, and what yeah. was it? Lesbianic, assholing. Assholing. We're, we're, we're good. We're good here. Die, David Schwimmer. I'm sorry. Great job on the, and by the way, what a big 90s thing. Because do you guys, where were you when my teachers rolled in the TVs when the OJ trial was happening in the 90s? Like in our classes, it was that big of a deal. Yeah, so, it was a big so that, I mean, you know, but I don't know if you saw the whole thing with the newest thing, but. I did. He, he did that was job. quite a performance. He did, well. he did he a did great well. job. I'll mm-hmm. give him that. Good yeah. job, David Schwimmer. Still fucking killing you. I like, I like how you said, I'm going to, I'm going to hip hop hooray-ho murder. <laughs> <laughs> David Schwimmer. That's how you said it. Very matter of factly. And the image that I got in my head was David Schwimmer, like swinging his hands back and forth. Hip-hop. Singing that song, and then you walking up and shooting him in the gut with a just shooting him right in the gut, you and then he falls over holding, holding his step, head. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, still like that. No, Shags, you'll be you guys. You probably you guys already should knew edit this. All of my fucking segments. <laughs> Shags, you probably knew this, but Faruza is apparently a word in another language. That mean, yeah, it's a, it's a, the what is it? That blue turquoise stone, right? Turquoise, turquoise. Yeah. turquoise. I'm yeah. like blue stone. Yeah, yeah. okay. I'm drunk. Sorry. That's okay. No, you, you know, no. So, um, we should probably get into this '90s show if we're going to. Um, but before we do that, Joe, did you have a, a thing that you wanted to do with the deal and the thing? Last time we did it at the, at the at the butt end of the show, so let's get it in a little. Yeah, time. well, here, let me set it up really quick. Okay. So uh, last time we did Shags, you might remember Maybe. there was an ad for uh, 80s cartoon oh, classics. The best cartoons. All of those, those 80s cartoons. Well, I knew that this time we we're going to do 90s, and, and it's a nostalgia show. And, and I was talking with Jason off offline, off the air, about how, you know what, we've done so many ads we brought in so many ads over the years and you only really get to hear them once normally. I mean, there's recaps at the end of the year, but it's like, man, there's some good stuff back there. So it's nostalgia. I found an ad. It's not eighties cartoon classics. It is Atari classics. Now Atari, Atari is from the eighties. So you're like, Hey man, this is a 90s show. Why are you bringing in more 80s shit? Well, if you listen closely, you, you'll see that actually this ad is for a video game in the 90s. Okay. Uh, so let's hear it. Side Asian. Let's hit it. Imagine a video game where you play for decades developing the same character. There are billions of other characters to interact with. All players themselves... It's an immersive 4D experience where you create and nurture real emotional relationships and build skill sets that launch you into purposeful endeavors of limitless potential. That's deep. You never stop learning about the infinitely complex environment. And you're constantly reminded that the character you inhabit is as mysterious and miraculous as the environment itself. It sounds like a pretty good video game, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't. It sounds like your real life on planet Earth. <laughs> no one is interested in that. Especially not you. One <laughs> you would escape into an experience that provides actual entertainment. An old school video game collection that will remind you of playing old video games. Because you're old. <laughs> That's right. It's the Atari <laughs> Classics video game catalog. Explore dozens of titles, including Dig Dug, where you play as an intellectually challenged animal torture enthusiast <laughs> who tunnels through oh the my. earth, smashing lizards with a rock and putting his tire pump up their ass to inflate them until they burst score points and move through levels based solely on how many innocent creatures you ass pump and or crush today. (laughs) Maybe you're into something a little more fantastical. Pop in Joust. Joust is a game 
where you control an intellectually challenged person cosplaying <laughs> as a medieval knight holding a broom handle as a weapon and riding a mutant flying ostrich. The object of the game is to use your broom handle to knock special needs LARPers <laughs> off of their giant buzzards into their certain deaths. <laughs> Too stupid as hell for you? Well, <laughs> you can't lose with Pac-Man. Actually, you're almost certainly going to lose. Anyway, in this game, the protagonist is a spherical, cybernetic, hyper-consumption beast whose only functional feature is a toothless, unconsciously ever-snapping mouth half the size of its own body. Doomed to never stop moving through an endless maze swallowing unspecified pills and random fruits, your terrified eat monster is relentlessly chased by evil spirits. Luckily, the marauding ghosts turn into food themselves, but only if you consume pills of substantial potency. Is this some kind of twisted metaphor? No! It's fucking Pac-Man. And don't forget Mrs. Pac-Man. Also included in this action pack collection. It's the exact same game as Pac-Man, except you're in drag and on meth. <laughs> Atari Classics. Available for free everywhere on the internet because it's 2018. <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, that's good. I want to buy that. Wait wait a minute. It's, it's not 2018. That's oh. right. Oh. So that oh. ad... Was from 2018. Oh, that's why I was laughing on it. Like from a show long ago, because this is the nostalgia show. Yeah. And I just realized I made a huge mistake because I thought part of that ad was going to be Grand Theft Frogger. (laughs) Where? Do you remember Grand Theft Frogger? I do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's just Grand Theft Auto except you're a frog. Yeah. And uh, I thought I thought that was going to be part of the ad, and I was like, "Ah, that's good because Grand Theft Auto came out in 1997, so I get to I get to yeah. be on theme." Nope, nope. it was all lady shit. <laughs> all lady. <laughs> See, I thought but it was nostalgic. Okay, it was. I can't remember anything ever, so I forgot that we you had done this ad before. So I thought you just now redid it. Yeah. Like and and then added me laughing in the background. Just for the fuck of it. So I'm listening to me laugh at you, going, "Oh, that's pretty funny." He did that, just in case I was on mute or something. Uh, but no, must it was have been really weird for you. It was. <laughs> yeah, it was... that was actually you on the yeah. show when we did it live. Oh, yeah. By the way, I thought the Jason way, was cracking up. Jason, do you know that you were improvising and and putting the video game music into the background <laughs> as I read the ad? That was a live read of the ad, and you oh, were putting in. Yeah, you were just putting in video game noises in the it back. It sounded like a live read. I thought you were just doing it right now. I swear, I really did. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, that was just me reading. Oh, you know. Reading an ad about reading fucking that. Pac-Man and Dig Dug. See, when you started in with the Dig Dug, I was like, he's talked about Dig Dug before, but what I'm remembering is this very thing. So, yeah, that's pretty good. Atari Classics. And uh, um, you're right, that was more of a... An 80s thing, but... Um, uh, Dig Dug, a game where you score points based on how many animals you ass, pump, and or crush to death. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And that's... It is a metaphor for... No, it's not. Um, <laughs> so, uh, we got about 12 minutes left. Plenty of time to talk about huh. 90s things. Although, I'm not sure. I uh, went and looked up a bunch of '90s stuff today, and none of it resonated. I was like, "Oh yeah, that," but it it didn't it didn't '90sify me, you know. Like I go back and I look at Moon Boots, and I'm like, "Okay, '80s, right?" Uh, but I'm like looking at '90s, and it's like, "Hey, grunge." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah it, that that happened," but I don't feel like for me, it doesn't take me back to the '90s when I listen to that music or look at that fashion. It just it just it is, you know. I I just I don't know. What I'm getting at. Help me out here. Well, you're just saying you're old, Jason. Yeah. That's what the problem Maybe that's is. what it is. I was no I longer impressionable. I love that shit. <laughs> no, I like it too. Don't get me wrong. I like, I do. I, I like the, that music and I still wear flannel and all that stuff. I'm just yeah. saying it doesn't transport me back. Like if, if you were going to do, if you were to show up and like, here, make out with this, um, 
this uh what are those dolls the the realistic Tamagotchi? Yeah, make put this Tamagotchi in your nostril. I'll be like, oh, it's the 80s all over again. But if you said here, let's let's watch singles, um, I'd be like, okay. I, I'm yeah, I'm not gonna be taken. So what if what if I sang Jeremy Spoken? <laughs> yeah, maybe it's because No? Does that does that good. tinkle your pinkle? Well no, but that, I still listen to that music, <laughs> I guess is the thing. It's like that music existed for me in the nineties and for the next thirty years or yeah, for that thirty year span, I, that music never went away, so it's not harkening back to the okay, 90s. Okay, but for do me. you have like a that quintessential nineties like movie that you resonate with, or like a song, or like a moment in time, something? I, I don't think so, and that's why I was asking the two of you to tell me what it is for you, because for me, I just you could tell me if you came up with the concept of decades, like hey. There's a thing called the 70s, and it was like this. And and if you start with the 90s, I'd say your theory is stupid. There's no such thing as decades. You start with the 80s, I'm like, okay, I get you. Decades, gotcha. But you start with the 90s, I'm like, I don't see any cohesive theme here. So, but that's me. What about you two? What do you think, Shags? I've got I've got lots of thoughts about oh, the 90s. Go for I have it. a lot of go, nostalgia. Tell, tell me, tell, tell, tell me your favorite movie. Tell me your favorite song. Give it, give it to us. We want to know. Well, to me, the 90s, you know, Pulp Fiction to me was this just this moment. What a great fucking movie. And we were even talking last time. um, Yeah, (laughs) there's there's this meme. (laughs) There's this meme of of Jules staring motherfuckerly like that. You (laughs) see him staring and and below it says staring motherfuckerly. Yeah, right. Assholically. Sure. Yeah, And I can (laughs) can just I can feel that. I, I love I love Jules. I love Pulp Fiction. Everything about it. And the 90s, too. Also, I was really into Anne Rice at the time. Oh, so to me, yes! And and since a lot of those books were, you know, the books that I, I was into... The Give first, me some interview with the vampire, baby. Yeah. The, well, the first few books that she wrote, you know, that was in the, I think, late 70s and, and 80s and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like Vampire mm-hmm. Lestat, I thought, was like one of the coolest sure. books I ever read. And, totally um, agree. But this is '90s because when man, and and I read Jurassic Park in the '90s too. So I was like this this teenager that had read Jurassic Park and a bunch of um, a bunch of Anne Rice vampire novels, and all of a sudden they came out with Jurassic Park, and they came out with fucking Interview with the Vampire. So like mm-hmm. I, I have I had never been so goddamn excited for a movie except. Well, I, I don't know. I was pretty excited when the He-Man movie came out with Dolph Lundgren. Because <laughs> I was a big Masters of the Universe kid. But when that movie came out, I was really excited. But I think that was my first real experience with being disappointed with a movie. Oh. I was like, this guy doesn't look like He-Man. The Skeletor is kind of cool. Oh, God damn it, they did it wrong. Like, that was my first... As a that was my first experience being completely just <laughs> fucked. In fact, after that, I was like, "Fuck He Man," and I never went back. That's <laughs> what broke your childhood, huh? It was the He Man destroyed the entire thing. I was probably finally getting too old for it too, so the timing was. It right. was time. It was time. But let me tell you, the the Jurassic Park thing and the interview with the vampire thing; those movies to this day, I'm I'm not I'm I'm convinced that they are great movies. But they imprinted on my teenage mind after reading the books, and then the timing was perfect for me because I was way into the books, and then they came out with these movies that were, I thought, really great adaptations of the Harry Potter what? of your time, my dear. Yeah, serious. So okay, the nineties just kicked that. By the way, that not even to mention how important you know all these bands were to me, like. Blind Melon and Smashing Pumpkins, and mm-hmm. you know, even like Pearl Jam Ten was really good. And we're one of our, my group of friends were really happy with ourselves because we were into Mother Love Bone, which was like yeah. the the cursor, the band before Pearl Jam formed. And yeah. the lead singer Andrew Wood of Mother Love Bone died in like in 1990, I think. Yeah. And the Mother Love Bone released an album in 1990, but then. Andrew Wood died, and that's why. I mean, Pearl Jam would not exist without the yeah. the that band breaking up. So or Sam. Me and my little right? group of friends, we were real happy with ourselves because we, you know, we liked Blind Melon and Smashing Pumpkins and Mother Love Bone. We thought we were way ahead of our time. Oh uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was cool, and yeah, I mean, 
I liked a lot of hip hop back then too. I think I like gangster rap, and I don't know why, but I, but I did. Well, I think I really it's because it's, it's good music. I mean, I'm not trying to like blow smoke up anyone's asses, but if you no no, it was it was really good music. Yeah, if you if you if, like, if Cypress you, Hill Black Sunday is fucking fantastic. I just it, it's just weird because certainly the content were not things that I could truly relate to. Right, I could right. say that much. Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm always going to poo-poo lyrics, so you know, I think music was was good. Um, the hip hop music was. I I do feel like pop music, and there's all, always going to be shining stars in any particular uh, era or decade, right? But I do feel like '80s pop music sucked, and then the '90s it started to come back. Um, and that's just my, you know, obviously my opinion and point of view. Uh, and there'll be people who say no, '80s is the best time ever. Like it's cool, um, but yeah, the uh, the hip hop. I, I I feel like it was it was just before it got gentrified in the early '90s when hip hop was like it's on the edge. It's like Yo MTV Raps was obviously for um, people who were fan of of that music, but it was also being packaged so that white suburban kids would start to like it too. Because then they right. buy so it. who were you listening to at the time? Who me? Yeah, in the nineties, like who are your favorite hip hop? Like hip hop bands. Yeah. No, I I can't claim to you that I was um, a particular. Oh. That I mean, I like the songs that were popular, uh, um, because they were good. But I didn't have any of the albums or anything. Like that. I did go see. I did go see. Um, uh, uh, Public Enemy in concert once, and oh, um, I fucking wow. love. Public Enemy. Yeah. I still love Public Enemy. And that was that was interesting because it was at a it was at a college, and the audience was entirely white, and mostly frat boys, and uh, uh, you could just tell that the band up there, they were like, okay, let's just get this over with, just because not because they were scared or anything like that, but it was just a matter of just like this is we're getting paid, let's move on. So, um, yeah, I don't know if I ever told I did I told the story on on the the podcast a couple of years ago, probably like within three episodes of Atari classics. I told you the, the story of, I went to see Chuck D speak, um, mm-hmm. in Boulder, Colorado. And then I went up, I had a little, um, one of those little toy microphones where you can just hit record. And then when you hit the button again, it just repeats back to you. Yes. Whatever. And I had one of those in my pocket and maybe you'll remember this story. I think it bears repeating. <clears throat> I went up to Chuck D. I talked with him for a little bit and and I said, oh, I didn't, you know, I told him how much I liked. In particular, I was really into Fear of a Black Planet. Mm-hmm. Like musically, I think it's just fucking amazing piece of work. And he was like, Oh, I'm really glad you liked it. And I was like, Hey, could you say something into into this microphone? I happen to have this oh little my microphone. God. And he said, Yeah, you got an answering machine? Because I mean it was like 1996 and mm-hmm. everybody had an answering machines. And I swear to fucking God to you, okay, that <laughs> <laughs> Chuck D did my answering machine message. He's, what? He's, what? Yeah. Wait a minute. What about I, what? He goes, what's your name? And I said, my name's Joey. And then, and he, because <laughs> everybody called me Joey back then. And he straight up did my answering machine message. I took that microphone home and I put it up to the little microphone on the answering machine and for probably six months chuck d did my outgoing message (laughs) now i had a sign on that answering machine that says if you erase this i'll kill you in your sleep (laughs) and then my roommate erased it and you killed him wait what are you serious yeah wow i I did i didn't i didn't kill him but uh you should have yeah that would have defined the night for you. The name of the episode where I first told this story is called uh, John Bray Must Die. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's okay. Yes. That makes sense because he was the one I remember. He was that the game. guy that erased Chuck D. Yeah. So, uh, listener, the, hey, it's a nostalgia show. If you want to go back a couple of years and listen yeah. to a, a fun JBC and listen to the exact same story that I just told now, you can go listen <laughs> to that. Episode. Jags, you got one minute to give us your 90s dump. And you can keep talking through the uh, right stuff, obviously. But. Oh, man, I totally... Uh, okay, 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 okay. Um, I'm just going to... Well, because you guys were talking about hip-hop right now, and as much of an emo chick that I was, and as much as crazy shit I, I, I like, hid from people, and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of goth, but hip-hop <laughs> was a 
really huge part of my life, um, given where I grew up. And it was, I mean, I, I, God, I, I listened to like Wu-Tang, little, like Lil' Kim, Pac, of course, like Public Enemy. I, I randomly saw Karis one in Malibu one night, like, <laughs> Uh, like an as a fluke like obsessed obsessed with mob deep um mm. foxy brown was my bitch um, um most deaf snoop dogg jay-z like all of these people inspired my thug life mentality <laughs> as the middle eastern you know half brown like trying to assimilate in some kind of way to be you know white but also weird um, I loved it all, and um, um, but then you in know, your private moments, you were. But in my private moments, emo, I huh? wanted to fuck Keanu Reeves. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Hey, did hey, did you ever listen to uh, Far Side? Like, of course. Bizarre ride to the Far Side. No, that's I not got, gangster rap. That's just some of the best rap. Yeah, I got heard. that album. I got that album. It's so good. Everybody, just listen to that album one more time. It holds up. Never gone a year without listening to that album twice. Hey guys, can I say something else really fast? Yeah. If that's okay. Absolutely. Um, hey guys, if you've listened to us this far, why don't you follow Just Be Cousins on Instagram, just underscore be underscore cousins, and you will get to see things like crocodiles with a huge ass dick, <laughs> or even things such as Audrey Hepburn working at Medieval Times. <laughs> there's things, there's things that you don't know about and you need to know and you need to be aware. So follow them, like them, love them. They'll follow you back. And if you're listening to us on Apple or any other platform, five fucking stars only, or you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to fuck that? your mom. So you're going to fucking fuck your mom. Speaking of, um, Platforms. That time it didn't sound like a threat. It sounded like a promise, like yeah. a really genuine promise. Yeah. Like, well, I'm it's true. Well, you know, I'm getting older and I'm tired of it. So what's her name? Um, <laughs> what's her name? Um, somebody Bean Cobain. What's her name? Francis Some, Bean. Francis Bean Francis Cobain. Bean. You, you're going to fuck her mom, according mm. to the game we played. Yeah. Um, so, sister, sister. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, speaking of platforms, though, I uh, I got an email from Amazon saying, uh, if you make podcasts, you can put them on Amazon now, and we'll let you know when it goes live. And I said, okay. So I filled it out because why not, right? And since then, our uh, number of listeners is just stupidly high, and I think it's because Amazon is just <laughs> fucked up and downloading things yes! without asking. Amazon so, kings and queens, yeah, follow, so, love, like, rate. I'll pretend that we have a shitload of listeners. Yeah, I'll, um... I like that. I'm gonna just go ahead and... I'll put it... I'll go look at the website right now and see what this week's number is. It's, it has nothing okay. to do with the 90s, but, um... You know, I can look and... We love brag the about 90s. It. So I'm just... Hey, Shags, can you give me here. some ideas while Jason's doing that? Can Can you give me some ideas of what to scream? <laughs> um, oh, I found it, by the way. This might be what you want to scream. Can you talk shit about Danielle Fischel from Boy Meets World to Topanga? Because she was a fucking bitch. Met that hoe in person. Hoe-ass slut. Oh, no. Shags hates Topanga. I really do. She was a cunt dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Was that too vocal? No. And angry? I heard, I heard you know who was some nice dude guys? call somebody a mattress back cum trough once. Oh, <laughs> oh um, wait, please repeat. A mattress back cum trough. You know what? I like that guy. That's a good one. Yeah. That was that was yeah. Mark, by the way. Yeah. Well, he That's he is mark. one, or he said someone was one. Uh, he actually, I think he called me one. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you guys love Xena Princess Warrior and. Topanga or Brando Walsh from 90210. You'll love this episode and you'll love Just Be Cousins. So if you do, show us some love. Come on. Well, here's the numbers just for what right. it's worth in the last minute. So we've had uh, 151 listens today. Whoa. <laughs> 630 this week. Last week it was 711. It's just These are just dumb, just stupid numbers. Like clearly something's, some algorithm got screwed up in Amazon. But, you know. Or you're just that great. Or Maybe just that great. Who knows? Yeah. 
So, Maybe people, you love me. You really love me. Yeah. You, we're, I am Norma Ray. <sighs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Who, who said that? Norma Ray. You love I believe. Me. It was Sally Field. Thank you. Yeah. That's why I said Norma Ray. <laughs> All right. I want you to t- talk more shit about Topanga uh, as we go out here. And I'm going to try and pull something from your shit talking to scream at the end. Go ahead, Jack. Well, whatever. She was just a fucking rude ass bitch. And just because you're on a TV show and you run into a bunch of middle school kids who are super fucking excited to see you. Also, you too, Brandy. Brandy, the boy is mine. Fuck you too. Y'all were such fucking rude ass cum dumpster hoes. You know what? You could have been nicer. You you know what? And what you know what happens? We grow up and we become, you know, guests on podcasts and we can talk shit about the fuckery that you have completed in your life. So do you feel good about yourself? Yeah. How do you feel, Brandy? How do you feel, Topanga? Fuck you. You could have just given me a hug like I wanted. Okay, okay, I've got it. (laughs) Come, dumpster!